0: Welcome to another inspirational podcast at Real Life Church. For more great content and updates, visit reallifechurchkc.com. Uh Man, next week uh, we're going to take a little break. We got Father's Day coming up. Anybody stoked for that? You're like, oh, forgot about that. All the guys are like, dude, I'm doing anything. Get pampered this week. That's amazing. So next week, we have an awesome time. We have our very own Dream Team leader, Steve Baird, preaching next week. He's done an incredible job um, putting together some resources for our church. And so next week, we're passing out this awesome booklet that he put together. That He wrote uh, 28 pages of devotional for uh, for everybody in the family. Uh, it's geared towards, dad and, towards dads. And uh, if you submitted pictures or, like, Put your story. It's all over the place in here, so it's pretty cool. It's gonna be just free, passed out in the way at the door next week. It's just a really exciting thing that we're doing. Uh, we also have a photo booth, and it's gonna be uh, dad-driven. So there's gonna be lots of fun stuff on there. Some tools, some awesome, cool things. Uh, a couple games we play up here, but we have some donuts with dads next week. Amen. <laughs> let get that dad bod going, rocking it out. Uh, so come out, bring your family, bring your friends. It'll be a great week uh, just at Real Life Church, and then we'll jump back in the series. So today, man, I'm excited about what God's going to do through this, this message that's near to my heart. I think it's something that's really going to stir us as Jesus followers to the next level. And so if you look at the world around us, man, it is chronically ill with discouragement, you know? You can't go too far, and you get a little discouraged and negativity around us, and it starts so young, right? You're at the playground, and you're the last one to get picked. You know how it goes, right? You're like, man, kind of bummed out. And then you get in the junior high years, and your body and your mind don't work together well. You know what I'm talking about? You got that Forrest Gump kind of thing going, and so you just get kind of made fun of. And then you get into high school, and I don't know about you, but I'm kind of glad social media didn't really exist when I was in high school. Um, I mean, we had AOL Instant Messenger. It was awesome. Some of you guys still have that? Have what? Beeper. Beeper, there you go, I like it. Zanga, remember that thing? Yeah, it worked out. That was cool, man. That was awesome, man. But you know, I have a cool name. i was Shizzle 707. I was awesome like that, just throwing down in Raytown, doing my thing. Uh, but you know, you know, back then you're like, I don't know if I'm popular. Like, I know I'm not the popular, like that popular. But I don't know how popular I am. But today, you know, like it is, is data driven. Like I can look at my likes and know that I'm not that popular, right? It's really easy to get discouraged. Like I get five likes and they get 500 and they posted nothing. I mean, you just see it go around and around, right? And then you get a little older and you get, a, we call it a real job. But your projects are like, man wasn't that good, and you're kind of feeling kind of low, and you come home, and your spouse is kind of nagging at you, which doesn't happen to me, amen? <laughs> A wise man once told me, no, so that, that happen to me, uh, but anyway, uh, then you might just struggle through stuff in your day-to-day life, and you, you look at it, and you're like, man, now you go through social media, and you're scrolling down right on Instagram, and you see your best friends on vacation again this month like another white sandy beach and you've been like vacationless for years. You're like, I've got kids. I'm kind of like the backyard pool is my vacation. And then you scroll, th- yeah, we've been there, right? And then you scroll down a little bit and you got some buddies and they're like on this awesome date, it's like McCormick and Smith. And they're like all this cool stuff. You're like, man, I'm eating baloney and Cheerios with my family right now. Like we're just hanging out with the kids. Like I've never had this. And then you see all the cool parties that you weren't invited to. You're like, thanks for that, man. Like I didn't make that list. And it's so easy to get discouraged, right? It's so easy to see everything. And it's just a normal day, right? Just a normal day in life. It's so easy to see all the negative voices around us. And so today i just want to focus in on what God's word says to renew our minds so we can stay positive. There's a few still connected. I like that. We're, we'll get there. I'll get there. I've got a couple more weeks to drive this home a little bit. But, man, I believe today God's going to speak to us. And I believe God wants us to be an encourager. I believe God wants us to be encouragers. He's calling us out to be encouragers, that we build other people up, that we lift people up, that we speak life that we encourage people from where they're at to where God wants them to be. The world is so easily tearing people down, but we want to be the voice of God in this world to encourage others. Man, I would submit to you that one of the most spiritual things that you can do as a Christian is to be an encourager. I know that's something that's really spiritual, right? So guys, like, that, that was it. Wow. One of the most spiritual things you can do is just encourage other people. Amen? Something so simple but so profound. Man, if you're taking notes today, here's the key thought, that, that our God is an encouraging God. You can't go through the scripture and not see that Jesus and our God is an encouraging God in our lives. We're here to reflect his image, to be part of his plan. It says this in 2 Corinthians 7. This is what Paul says to the church. He says, When I arrived in Macedonia, there was no rest for me. Anybody feel like that? There's no rest. Maybe like that busy, busy. I would talk to you all the time. I don't know what's going on. We got one person. I like that. The rest of you guys are just chill. And it's no, no problem, you know. And it goes on and says, we face conflict from every direction. All around, there's battles that are going on on the outside, and there's fear on the inside. Man, I think it describes our generation, our culture so well, that there's battles that are happening on the outside, and there's anxiety and fear on the inside. So many times, life is uncertain, right? We don't know what's next. We don't know what direction God is taking us. We don't even know really what's happening, and we don't think we're that, that good, and we, we can't make it. We're kind of failing a little bit as parents, and, and you know, as families kind of doing its own thing. You're like, man, there's just battles raging at home, and we work isn't going hot, and like, I don't know where I'm going, and all of a sudden, this fear and stress, and you've got these sleepless nights, and this speaks right into us that here's how Paul translates out of this. He says, hey, look, two words for you, found in verse 6, what's it say? But God. So of all the fear, and all the doubt, and all the battles you're facing, and all the fear in your heart, but God. Man, every time you look in the Bible, and you see a but God, something cool about to happen, right? You see a negative situation, but God. And this deserves like the old school preaching moment, but God... You know, talking about, you got to get like that three or four syllables in God. If you grew up in church, you know what I'm talking about. No, I'm not going to go there. But, but God, I'm going to preach the rest of the sermon like that. You're going to love it. Um, but anyway, but God who encourages those who are discouraged, encouraged us by the arrival of Titus. I May mean, I love this, but God encouraged us when we were discouraged. Amen. That God is an encouraging God. That God wants to change us. Many of you guys came today and you have a hurt on your life. Like, you may not say it, you may not act like it, but there's something you're discouraged about. It's so easy, and I'm not exempt from this as a pastor. I don't have, like, some, some higher spot closer to Jesus, Right? <laughs> Like, I mean, I'm still struggling. I still go through this. But we come in here. We're hurting. There's things in our life that are difficult. You're facing a a big decision, right? You don't know which direction to go. There's challenges. There's challenges with your health, challenges in your family, maybe your finances, relationship. Some of you guys are, like, in this work challenge. Like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm kind of in between jobs. And God is going to use some stuff today to encourage you. Maybe you feel discouraged this morning. But I believe God wants to encourage those who are discouraged this morning. Man, how did God do this? How did God do this with Paul? He sent Titus, right? And Paul recognized that when Titus showed up, it wasn't just a coincidence. It wasn't just like, oh, accidentally, like, man, just by chance, Titus showed up. He saw it as a divine appointment from God. He saw just a small thing, like a little thing that Titus showed up as the thing that God was using to encourage him. I submit to you that God wants to use the small things in your life to encourage you. There's the things we hear on the radio. Maybe there's a song that, pop, that pops in and it's like, man, that's really speaking to me. Or maybe if somebody called you or texts you. There's little things around us all the time that God uses to encourage us that we just don't see because we have to have eyes to see and ears to hear, Right? Like, we have to have that attitude and a heart of encouragement. It's around, if we see things that are positive, we'll find things that are positive, right? And so if we see these little things around us, like, God is using these things to change our life. And so I think the greatest thing we can do as Christians, as Jesus followers, is to be an encourager, amen? That we can encourage other people around us. I want to encourage you to be an encourager. Can you believe that? I want to encourage you to be an encourager this morning. You have no idea how a small thing can turn into a big thing when you encourage somebody. Most of the time, it's not even a big deal to you at all, right? Like you might remember somebody's name, you might you might just remember something about them. You might just write a note or a text message, and all of a sudden, like that person's like, man, like I'm encouraged, I'm built up. You have no idea how God's going to use that, that gift of encouragement, to change somebody's life. Man, I was a youth pastor for almost 10 years, and uh, yeah, <laughs> there's one person. I love it. And, uh, man, youth ministry is awesome. But you know what's crazy is, like, teenagers have, like, no filter. And so uh, they'll show up, like, one week or maybe, like, one week and then, like, three months or two years later. And they'll be like, hey, Sean, you remember me? And they'll do that thing with their hair. And you're like, how can I forget? You know, you're like, I'm still trying to forget you. No, i was kidding. We love those teenagers. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, hey, Sean. It. It's like, whoa, okay, yeah. And then you're like, I, 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 I'm saying I remember you, but I'm, this missile of, like, a name comes to you. And you're like, I know it's either this or this. And she just kind of go for it, like, oh, yeah, Kate, I remember you. And, you're, and she goes, ah, oh, like this. Her face gets all big. Her eyes are like this. And you're like, well, I either nailed that or I totally just botched that, right? I have no idea what just happened. We're going to go with it. And all of a sudden, she goes, man, I can't, can't believe you remember my name. And you're like, man, I can't believe I remember your name either. <laughs> like, I can't believe it. That's awesome. man. God's going to use it, you know? And all of a sudden, like, man, you care about me, so I know God cares about me. Like, we care about people, right? And I can't tell you how many times as a youth pastor it's so important you just remember people's names. You walk around slow through a crowd, and you got the person that's sitting on the couch in the back and up front crushing a bottle at them kidding. You got these guys around, right? And you're like, hey, hey, how's you, how are you doing? They're like, dude, who's this creepy old dude? who knows my name. But you know what? They remember that. They remember that you care. I can't tell you how many times I've ran to people in youth ministry that have come back years later and have just popped into my life. So even like a couple of Fridays ago, I'm at my house. I Had a guy from Portland show up. He told me something. I'm gonna be at your house. You're gonna be there. It's gonna happen. You know, I'm gonna show up. We're gonna do something cool. I'm like, all right. So, so I'm, I'm there. We're hanging out. And then two people show up from a youth ministry. It's been about a year and a half since I've seen these guys, and they show up like, hey dude, how you doing? I'm like, whoa, random. They just knocked on the door. So I'm like, all right. Well, we're gonna hang out today. Do you wanna go boating? Like, we're going to go wakeboarding, and we're going to go surfing. Like, oh, dude, sounds sweet. I'm like, cool, let's go. So we go, and, and long story short, one guy ends up in the hospital getting a CT scan and had a concussion. I'm like, dude, it's a, it's a, it's a contact sport, bro. Like, this is what happened. And I'm just kidding. Maybe not. But it's good for him. He'll, he'll always remember me. No, we had a good time, but you're like, don't ever send your children with Sean. Don't ever send your Tim LaShawn. Come on, wake for me. You'll love it. You'll have a great time. Uh, but you know, other than that, like, so, so this weekend I'm cruising down Lowe's. Like, if you want to find me, go Lowe's. That's that's my that's my staple. And I run I run into some other youth kids who come home from college, you know? Like, hey, man, remember, me I'm like, oh yeah, totally. Spencer. You know, it's all coming back now. Like, it's been a couple years, like putting it all together. But people remember that stuff. It's so simple, just to remember somebody's name. It's amazing how just a small thing can change something around your life. If you know you're that guy next to you in the cubicle, you know what I'm talking about. You're like, man, I'm glad we have name tags. <laughs> There's that one person you're like, ah, oh, yeah, you. Hey, buddy. What's up, bro? We got the church name. Hey, brother. Brother, how you doing, brother? You're like, man, you don't know what my name is. You know, oh, man. So anyway, but if you have eyes to hear and ears to see, or sorry, man, I messed that up. Your you have eyes to see and ears to hear, man, the normal things become divine appointments. Amen. Just the normal little things in your life you can use to encourage other people. Man, there's a song on the radio, and you're struggling. And it's like that third verse, and like nobody remembers it. And all of a sudden, it's like speaking to you. You're like, whoa, that's crazy. Or in your life group, and, or the message, like, man, it feels like you're speaking right to me. Like, God just connects the dots, and somebody's praying for you, and you're like, man, this is more than just somebody praying for me. This is a divine appointment. This is something that God is using in my life. You know, when, you, when there's trouble on the outside and there's fear on the inside, I'm going I'm to tell you something. We serve God who connects us and encourages us. We serve a God that encourages us when we're discouraged. We serve a God that wants the best for us, and he helps us be positive. He helps us stay positive, and that's his goal in our life, to really encourage us in the Lord, just to continue following him. And so I just want to say it again, that God wants to encourage us this morning. I know it's so easy to feel like, man, what's God doing? And you feel like you're, like, messing all up, and you got to be good enough for God. That's not how it works at all. Man, God is sending you messages every single day if we had eyes to see and ears to hear. So one of the most spiritual things you can do today is be the voice of encouragement for somebody else. Amen. There's so many negative voices in the world. It's hard to find somebody around you that really picks you up, you know? It's hard to find somebody that just builds you up and speaks life and speaks truth to you. So, today I wanna to teach you, I wanna give you some helpful, practical advice on how you can be more spiritual by giving the gift of encouragement. So, here are the three things. One is this encourage others daily. Why do we encourage others daily? Because the voices around us are constant and they're real. The voices around us are telling us a message all the time, and most of the time it's not something positive. And so for us, like, we want to encourage people because life is tough. Man, there's people around it. that say, man, I'm not good enough. I can't make it. Man, I can't make ends meet. This, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I'm a failure. You feel like a failure. You're not making it work. You're, you've tried everything. You know, No, no one's believing in me. Like I've, I've failed too much. and I feel like I can't give any more. I can't make it to the next step. Man, nobody appreciates me. We, we have these things in our heads. And this is why the Bible says in Hebrews 3.13, it says, but encourage one another. How often do we encourage somebody? Daily. Daily we encourage people around us. As long as it's called today so that no one... So, that none of you may be hindered by sin's deceitfulness. Man, every single day we encourage somebody. So, here's the principle if you think something positive, say it. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, right? If you think something positive, just say it. It's so easy not to say that, not to pass that on. And so, if you're thinking something positive, just text it to that person, call that person, write them a note. But it's so easy just to go, man, man I'd really appreciate it. That's cool. Next channel, you know? It's so easy just to move past it. But I encourage you just to say it, just to get it out and put it out there for somebody to know, don't rob somebody the blessing of encouragement. You can turn that encouragement into a gift for somebody else and they can be encouraged in turn. I mean, so life groups are important. I mean, you go to life group. there's something you get life group you don't get here, right? Like you're like, man, Sean's up there and he's just of crazy. But in life group, you get encouragement for somebody else because it's totally different when somebody says, hey man, the way you care about your family is so encouraging to me. I cannot believe how you do that. Like, you're just such an awesome dad. Like, man, how you, how you go through that struggle, I mean, that to me is, like, super motivating, right? Like, all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, I am a super dad, you know? I yeah, that's so cool you believe in that. Like, man, it's so cool that you see that in my life. And that's what you get out, out of life groups is people are pouring into your life every single day. You know, if you get out of church for a while and the world kind of beats you on you long enough, you kind of get a little hard to it, don't you? Like, you're just not listening. You don't see the small things that God's doing. All of a sudden, you're like, man, I don't know if God's even there. We kind of forget all that, and that's why it's so important to be together as the church. You know, as your pastor, I have no exception to discouragement. I promise you, I'm not, like, some super shining example of, like, the most optimistic person that ever walked on the earth. Like, if you're around me long enough, like five minutes, you would be like, man, this guy's, like, this guy's kind of discouraged at times. And I'm going to just be honest with you. Don't you feel bad for me? Like, don't be like, oh, poor Sean. Like, no, don't do that. But, you know, when I I preach and I go home, I don't, rarely do I go, man, what a great message today. Man, woo, God was doing some great stuff. I kind of feel like... Wow, man, you really messed that up. You said this and said that, and you tripped over that, and you fell off the stage, right? Like, who does that? And then I watched Craig Cackley put a post out, and his voice cracked real bad, and it was like, yes, I'm not the only person that has mistakes. No, I'm just kidding. But, you know, you just, not for him, but, you know, whatever. So I love that guy. But anyway, you see this, and it's like, man, you're just not good enough. I'm good enough. And I've learned over time just to, like, consecrate, to give God the morning, so I'll leave here and I'll like, hey God, you'll use whatever we did. Like we give our best today and we're we'll gonna learn from it. But man, it's all you. You do the work. It's not me, it's not my story, it's not my name, it's about you. And so we give it to you. But I'm gonna tell you what's super encouraging is uh, there's a guy here at our church, and it's Steve Baird. I know we're like throwing him out there today like crazy, but he just does this. This is this is what he does. He encouraged me every single week. He did this morning. He'll send me a text message between 730 and 8 o'clock every Sunday morning, like clockwork, and he'll say, Man, I'm praying for you, I'm praying for God to do stuff in your life. And so I want you to check out this text message, and you can see my other text. There's private information just don't read that on the left um, and I got to repair my account that's cool but I love this first line So the Lord has impeccable timing that's a joke by the way that's cool um You'll get it when you're older. And then he's got sunglasses. i like, oh, that's really cool. I like your little your comment there. And then praying for the gathering this morning, I uplift you before the throne of grace, man. Give way to the Spirit. His kingdom he, he has kingdom business to do. I'm like, man, Amy and Steve, that's awesome. And if you scroll down, he has a picture of himself looking like Moses, because I call him Moses a lot and is a dude blowing out smoke and I should put it on there. And it actually looks like a beard, so it kind of like blew back in his face and it was awesome. Um, but anyway, man, it's so encouraging when I get these messages, right? Like all of a sudden you're like, man, this reminds me, this isn't about us. This isn't about how cool we can make it. It's not about the songs. It's not about the preaching. It's about Jesus. It's about God doing his work in people's lives and God's power and spirit to have freedom among us. And so that's just encouraging for me every single day when Steve texts that before church. You know how long that took to price in that text? Probably 15 seconds, right? Just 15 seconds. Just took some little time out of his morning at the end of his shift because he works at night. And said, hey, man, I'm praying for you. Can we do that? We can do that, right, church? We can take 15 seconds and encourage somebody today, man. God wants to use to be encouragement to others in the same way every single day. In fact, the author of Hebrews says this in 10, 24 through 25. It says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Can you imagine sitting around and having a meeting going, hey, guys, how can we motivate people to acts of love and good works? Like, how can we encourage people in the Lord? How can we get people farther down the road? How can we encourage people to be bold in their love and, and generous and kind? How can we get people just to stand up for Jesus? Like, how can we encourage that? Like, wouldn't it be a cool mean to be in? That's like every church staff you, right? Like, no, that work that way. But that's what you want, right? And let's not neglect the meeting together of the church, of life. Which we do not neglect these meetings as some people do. But what do we do? We encourage one another. We encourage one another, especially now the day of his return is drawing near. Man, here's this real simple breakdown. I need encouragement, right? You need encouragement, so I'm going to give encouragement. So we're just going to share encouragement. If I think something good, then I'm going to share it. I'm going to send it. I'm going to get it out to be a blessing to somebody else. So first thing is this. Encourage others daily. Second thing is this. Encourage others spiritually. Man, somebody has done a great job on a project, and you just got to say, man, great job on that project. You did awesome. You know, some of you guys remodeled your house lately. Some of you guys tore down some walls and the house didn't collapse. And It's like, man, that's awesome. You did a great job that wasn't load bearing this time. No, I'm just kidding. And you're like, look, man, great floor, great paint choices. That's awesome. I, I love, I love your countertop. You know, you're looking through the house so you just be encouragement. to so Some people got a haircut this week. You're like, man, I love your haircut, even though you don't because you know they're stuck with it. So you're like, I love it. It looks cool. Like it's terrible, but it's I love it. Fingers crossed, you know? It's like, he's gonna be there. Like, at least you have hair. That's great, you know? Like, some of us, we're losing their hair. Jerry's feeling convicted over there. Just kidding. Got a oh, there you go. There's a few of you. I love your haircut, Andrew. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. Mic drop. Don't worry, I'll get you, brother. I got the microphone, so he'll be hurting you, man. But anyway, we can take it to the next level, right? We, can, we don't just encourage people like in normal stuff. We can turn to something spiritual. We can encourage them to follow Jesus. And there's just easy ways to do that. It says, this in, uh, it says in Romans verse, uh, chapter 1, verse 10, it says, One of the things that I pray for you is this opportunity, God willing, to come at last to see you, for I long to visit you so I can bring you some spiritual gift that will help you grow strong in the Lord. Like here's Paul telling the Christians in Rome, say, hey, I want to I bring you a gift that strengthens you. I want to give you words. I want to give you actions to help you develop. And when I get there, I want to encourage you in your faith, but I also want to be encouragement to me. So I want to encourage you, but I want you to encourage me as well. Man, that's this awesome picture of what it is to be in a life group or to be surrounded by Christians or be a part of a church. But I want to encourage you in the Lord, and you encourage me. I'm not gonna just tell you what to do, that we're gonna grow together. We're gonna follow Jesus. Follow me as I follow Jesus. Man, you're awesome at doing that. Like, help me with this. Oh man, that's so awesome, that's how you grow. And this is why it's so important to get around people that follow Jesus. And I have a guy in my life, his name is Lance Harrington. I've mentioned him a few times. He's an overseer for a church. And this guy, seriously, I meet mean, with him, we talk about fun stuff, like church, right? <laughs> that's fun to me. Um, and we talk about leadership. And we talk about all sorts of stuff, but what's really, really cool, this is the part that just always motivates me. He talks about me. I know that sounds selfish. But he says, Sean, how are you doing? I'm like, wow, somebody asked me a question about me. How are you doing, Sean? I was like, oh man, you know, I'm struggling with this. He's like, are you discouraged, man? Are things going good? How's your wife? How's your kids? How's Jack, dude? I saw Jack on the tube. That's really cool that you're doing that, man. Like, it's a great job, all this stuff. But he's asking about my life. And one of the coolest things that he did was encourage me in front of other people. He took the time, we were in this awesome leadership meeting, and he said, hey, time out. Like, we're talking about all this business stuff. He said, man, I just want to say something. He goes, the way Sean has led, I mean, the way that Diane has supported him, the way that they have this vision for this church. It's cool they launched the church, but what's really cool is how they care about each other. What's really cool is their sacrifice. What's really cool is the generosity to launch this. Now, I know you, you want to keep doing that. We just want to support that. Well, I want to make sure you guys are healthy. I want to make sure you guys are good. Are you guys good? And he just speaks into my life. He cares about me personally. And I'll tell you what, that's fuel, man. You know what I'm talking about? You have people like that just build you up. You're like, wow, like, I, I want to go tear down a mountain, you know? <laughs> like, I want to go plant another church. Like, I want to do something crazy for God. And you could do the same thing as well. You can, you can look at your friend and say, man, the way you care about your family is so encouraging to me. Like, the way you love your kids. Like, the way you spend time with those. The way you coach. The way you lead, you know, the way you, the way you handle that situation was just so encouraging. I mean, your passion during the worship songs, this just inspires me. Like, I don't know what's in you, like what kind of Wheaties you ate, but I'm telling you what, man, they just stir me up. Like, it's the way you do things. Your heart to invite people to church, I mean, it just makes it so real and so cool that you're inviting people. That just inspires me. And some of you guys are so transparent. It's like, man, your transparency, like, I mean, how do you wear your heart in your sleeve like that? Like, I didn't grow up in that world. Like, that's just so encouraging to me, you know. You can make something normal even into spiritual things. It's like you have a kid that's playing a, a, a sport, and you're like, "Man, great goal! Man, that was so that was so awesome! God has gifted you." You see a little twist? Like God has given you a gift, man. That was so cool. You might get a promotion at work, and tell your buddy, "Man, you've been so faithful with the small stuff, and God's giving you something bigger to handle." Isn't that kind of cool? You can just kind of encourage people spiritually a little bit, even though they don't have any clue that God's involved in it. But you can encourage people to follow Jesus. And so we not just encourage people to be better people; we're encouraging them to do something spiritual for God. Amen. Like, you want them to follow Jesus, and so we're going to keep inspiring them to get a peace of God. And so this morning, one of the spiritual things we can do is encourage people daily. We encourage people spiritually. But the last one, this may surprise you, but encourage yourself in the Lord to encourage yourself in the Lord. And that sounds kind of weird, right? But in the Bible, there's a strong picture of this, and it's found in 1 Samuel 30, verse 6. And this is a really context. David is in some massive discouragement. He is being distressed, and there's people after him trying to kill him by stoning him. And so I don't know how bad your day is, but I promise you there's probably not a group of people out there trying to get some rocks and throw them at you in the way out of the church today. And so he was going through some hard stuff, and he says this, but David encouraged himself in his God. He encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. He picked up his breeches and said, man, I'm going to follow God today. And every now and then, we have to encourage ourselves in God. Every now and then, we have to look at God and say, man, I'm going to follow you. I know there's a lot of voices around me that are trying to tear me down. There's some voices in my head that I'm struggling with. But I'm going to be encouraged today because you're the God of encouragement. So I'm not going to follow the, the battles outside. I'm not going to be afraid of the fear and anxiety in my life. I'm just going to follow you through the stress. And so uh, you might say, well, I'm not a preacher. Well, today you're going to be a preacher. <laughs> Today you're going to start preaching yourself, baby. You know what I'm talking about? You're going to have to say some words to yourself. You're going to say, man, I'm going to have faith for this. I'm going to believe something bigger because God has the best for me. That God, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Like God has a purpose and a plan that even though I'm suffering in this moment, even though the plan didn't go my way, that God's preparing me for something greater. I'm mean, not going to thank God for my enemies. You know why? Because God's already won the battle. It's not about no enemies. The devil meant for bad. God meant for good. So I'm going to be encouraged today. I'm going to choose God. Right? Amen. I know it's speaking to somebody. It's going to encourage you. You know you're struggling in the pit. And It's like man, I'm not going to stay in this pit. God has got something better for me. God wants me to be positive. God wants to not only be encouraged, but to be an encourager today. You know, if you ever kept a prayer journal, uh, I have some on my shelf that I've kept over the years right in front of my desk. And every now and then I'll pull them out and I'll start flipping through them. You ever been that kind of like looking through the past? And you're like, man, there's some crazy prayer requests in here. And every request I look through, I thought, man, God answered that. God answered that. There's a request that I was praying that we'd have a baby. There was years and years and years that we thought we would not be able to have a kid. I was just praying, God. And at the time, I thought, man, this is no This ain't going to happen. Like, we've kind of came to the end. Like, there's not a lot else we can do. So we're just going to kind of go and see what happens. And God gave us a baby, and God answered that request. There's been many times where I said, hey, we're not going to make it financially. Like, things aren't going that great. Like, we can, we can get there, but it's not really want to be. But God had shown up. There's times of uncertainty in these prayer requests. What's next? Like, how's this gonna end? And what's it gonna start? And we're struggling through that. And God was so faithful to answer that request. And I promise you, what we're struggling through now and the things that we're praying through now, we look back a year from now and God has has answered those requests. It's gonna be answered. Like God is so faithful to his promises. And so whatever you're struggling with, you can just give to God today. You can lead yourself. You can be encouraged that when you pray that God is gonna answer your prayers. I encourage you to track your request. Think back, it's so often to pray, but do we go back and thank God? And I so often am so selfish and forget all that God has done. I forget how faithful he is. He's been to us, to this church, and to you. And so I wanna ask you today just to be encouraged by God. Like he wants to do something in your life. He is willing, man, his spirit is willing. It's not not waiting on something, it's ready to go. We don't have to fix ourselves. God wants us to do something now, and that's to be encouraged. You know, someone walks in your day and you're discouraged about something. Some of you may be struggling financially. You never thought you were going to make it. You didn't think you were going to be enough. You don't think you can do any more. You can't take the the next step. And it just goes on and on. But today, with the trouble around you, the battles you're facing, and the fear maybe that's inside your heart, man, I just want you to embrace the truth that God encourages those who are discouraged. You can be encouraged this morning. And as God encourages you, what's incredible is you become the gift to somebody else. Amen? You become the gift of encouragement to somebody around you. doesn't stop with us. We pass it on to somebody else. And so we can encourage others daily. People need it. People need it. So we give it away. We think something positive and we say it. We think something positive. We just get the phone out and say, hey, I was thinking of you, man, I I hope, hope you do your best on your LSAT. Man, I hope you do great at your sport tonight. Man, I love you. Thanks for all you do. Man, I appreciate you. And so we become a positive, encouraging generation. You know, we encourage others spiritually. You can add a little spiritual twist so others receive encouragement. It's not like, man, Sean's just so encouraging. They're like, God's encouraging. Like, God's encouraging. Like, I know Sean's really cool, but man, God is, I'm seeing God through this. And so we can encourage people to do even more through Jesus. They can see a bigger picture of Jesus because we're pointing them in that direction. The last thing is this, when we get down, man, we can encourage ourselves, amen? We can easily get into a mental cycle and just drive ourselves in the ground, but we can be encouraged because we can remember all that God has done for us. We can remember all the faithfulness of God. You know, sometimes you gotta preach to yourself, baby. And I'm the pastor and, you know, I preach myself every single day. I'm looking at the Bible going, man, God, what do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? How can I do that? Man, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. God, you're so faithful though. You're bigger than the storm. You're preparing me for something greater. You know, I'm gonna thank God for my soul. I'm gonna thank God for my, for my circumstance. I'm gonna thank God for the pain. This is gonna be the best season of my life. God's going to do something great with it. So I'm going to be encouraged today to follow you because I know you have a great plan for me. You created me with a purpose. You've gifted me. You've you've given me a passion. You've graced me for the race in front of me. It's not anybody else's race. This is my lane. So I'm going to take it. So I'm going to be encouraged today. No matter what you're going through, be encouraged, encourage yourself. I believe one of the most spiritual things you can do is be the voice of encouragement to a world full of voices and negativity. That you can be the voice of heaven to somebody else's life by making a choice today to be an encourager. Father, we come before you. We thank you so much, God, for who you are and your grace. God, I pray your spirit would be powerful in this place today. God, I pray that a spirit of encouragement would fall on us. God, we leave here changed, God, not because we won't become better, because you are better. God, you've given us a new voice. God, you declared who we are, and we won't be different today, God. We want to speak encouragement into our life, God, from you. God, you said we're loved. God, we're chosen. God, we're not abandoned. We have a father. God, you've given us all we need to follow you, God. I pray that what we have, that we see in you, God, we're not gonna try to make this life about us, we're gonna make it about you. There's so many of us that are hurting, God, and I pray that you would lift our heads today, God, that we look to you as an encourager of us today. Everyone today is reflecting prayer. I just ask that the Holy Spirit is reflective of what the Holy Spirit is asking you in your life. I wonder how many of you would say, honestly, you have a gift, man. Some of you have the gift of encouragement. That's who you are. And if you don't have the gift of encouragement, you can still be an encourager. And if you're good at encouraging, you can get better at encouraging. And some of you are like, I'm bad at encouragement. That is not my thing. And you can choose today to start be, being an encourager. And if that's you today and you say, hey, I, I wanna be an encourager because our God is an encouraging God. I wanna be the voice of encouragement to others. If that's you, would you just lift your hands in this room right now? Just lift your hands high and say, hey, I wanna be a better encourager for those around us. I just pray that everybody puts their hand up on this one because this is something we all need today. God, help us to recognize, God, that our lives are meant to be encouraging. God, there's something spiritual that can happen through us. God, I pray that you lift us up, God that you'd use us to be the voice, your mouthpiece in this culture. God, I pray for our life groups to be encouraging to those who come. God, I pray for our church to be encouraging for people who come here. God, I pray that we wouldn't leave this building. God, we wouldn't walk out these doors without encouraging somebody in our row and somebody in this room to follow you. God, I pray that we would think of something good to say, God, and that we would say it every time. God, we would say other things that come into our heart and our lives that are good. God, I pray that you'd go deep into our lives, God, to help us to be an encourager. This isn't just a a one-off kind of spiritual moment. I get this spiritual high and then we walk out, God. But I pray that we drive into our hearts, God, just to be different. Like we may be known for negativity, but God, I pray that we be known from this day forward as encouragers. I pray for somebody who's hurting today, God. I pray for your power and your presence and your spirit just to draw close to them, God, that they'd be lifted up today. God, I pray that we take a serious look at ourselves, God, and grow and say, I'm gonna be an encourager. May as we continue to pray, you may take a moment, and I just wanna encourage you in this moment. But there's some of you right now that you say, hey man, that's good for you, preacher boy. That's good that you have a direct line to God and you feel so passionate about being encouraged. But that's not for me. Now I've done so many things wrong in my life. I don't feel close to God at all. The reality is I'm just not a church person. Man, what I, what I want, you know, I really want a relationship with God, but I've never seen it. And I don't really feel worthy of having that relationship. And I also encourage you right now in this moment that God loves you, that you're not here by accident. That's just not a, a random coincidence, but this is the, the divine appointment for your life, that there's nothing you can do to earn God's love, that God loves you unconditionally. They sent Jesus to die on a cross for your sins. I also encourage you today to make the most important decision that you could ever make, and that is to full on surrender your life to the goodness of God. let me tell you how good God is. God is so good that even while we are sinning against him, even though we have sinned against him, he sent Jesus without sin to become sin for us, to die on a cross, to be buried, and to be raised again from the dead. So anyone, and yes, that includes you, who calls the name of Jesus, will be saved. Man, some of you today would I was encourage you to say, Man, I'm gonna give it all to Jesus today. I'm gonna to give my life to Jesus. I believe he died for me. I need his forgiveness. I believe I need to surrender to the life that Jesus has for me. So today I'm gonna to make that step of faith. Jesus, I want you to take my life. Today I want to follow Jesus. I'll cross this room. If you'd say, Jesus, I want to put my faith and trust in you. I'm gonna to surrender to you. If that's you, if that's your prayer, would you just raise your hand up without anybody looking around and say, Hey, I want a faith in Jesus today? Anybody like that today and say I want to follow Jesus? Man, I got hands up, that's so awesome. man. give him a shout, that's so encouraging. I'll say, I wanna follow Jesus today. I wanna to, to be more like Jesus. I don't, I don't know how to get there, but I'm gonna lead you in a prayer. I'm gonna show you what it is to follow Jesus. And so if, this is, if that's you and you raise your hand, we you just pray this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, come into my life. God, save me from my sin. I believe you sent Jesus to die on a cross for me. God, make me new, change me from the inside out. Fill me with your spirit. God, I'm gonna live for you. I live according to your purpose, God. Make me an encourager. Make me more like your son, Jesus. I'm gonna follow you, God. I'm gonna be known as a Jesus follower. God, thank you for sending your son. I love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, you guys, would you stand to your feet and just, just uh, give a shout of praise to those who started this? so awesome. Just lift it up. Man, it's so cool. This is the end of this podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another inspirational podcast. For more great content and updates, visit reallifechurchkc.com.